Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, oh, it's another letter from our friend Kelly Carter, the Blood Elf Druid, who uh, still doesn't say where they're writing from. Anyway, and they write, Hi there. I was wondering about Alice again and what school she's going to. A Worgen Druid friend wants to move there for a few seasons to learn farming techniques. Would there be issues at school? Well, what a great couple of questions, Kelly. You know, we love that our listeners are so curious about what's going on in the lives of everyone here on the show. You know, your letters kind of remind me of a cousin of mine, Haoshi Mifuni. Really interesting guy. Curious about absolutely everything. Haoji left Pandaria years ago to go and satisfy his curiosity about Azeroth. I, uh, I think the last time we heard from him, he was working part-time as a cook at the Powdon Bean Dumplings restaurant in Boralus. Anyway, thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In war news, rumors continue to circulate throughout Azeroth that the old god Nazoth has been dead for quite some time, and that heroes venturing into Nihilotha to confront this threat and his minions are actually fighting imposters. Various conspiracy theorists point out the fact that reports from heroes seem to indicate that with each passing week, their encounters in Nihilotha are becoming progressively easier, and that certain critical items, such as coalescing visions, are easier to carry. So far, none of these theorists have stated why these events may be occurring, or who may be behind them. In other news, health officials in Pandaria are expressing concern about the emergence of a mutated version of the virus known as Lull, which they have named Lull 8-3. Symptoms of this virus include increased feelings of impatience, dissatisfaction, and a slight feeling of malaise. It is believed that this virus is passed through community contact. While there is no known cure for Lull 8-3, healers are being advised to recommend various relaxation techniques to ease the symptoms and to remind sufferers to slow down and remember that life is to be savored. Health officials believe that this version of the virus will pass with time, but warn that it routinely mutates on approximately 24 to 36-month cycles. Hey, folks. You certainly won't feel dissatisfied or impatient when you shop with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Whether you're looking for seeds for the upcoming spring planting season or a delicious new healthy recipe, you'll find it at Half Hill Market. Open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. This week we're introducing a new feature on the show, Jan's Huddle, with our new sports reporter, Jan Ironchin, brought to you by Moonberry Juice. Take it away, Jan. Jan Ironchin here. <laughs> Boy, am I excited about doing this first ever edition of Jan's Huddle. 
I'll be covering the mighty Mooshans of Half Hill Agricultural College from every angle and bringing you the latest news and my thoughts about the team and the game, both on and off the field. This week, I'll be talking about a controversy that came up during this year's recruiting combines. Every year at this time, the most promising prep athletes from around Azeroth attend camps to learn skills from experienced college coaches and trainers and show off their abilities to recruiters. Well, this year there were several surprise standout athletes from one of the newest schools, the Mechagon Academy of Engineering, a prep school for the prestigious Mechagon Institute of Technology and their team, the Clankers. There have been complaints from many of the other hopeful recruits and their coaches that the mechanomes have an unfair advantage due to their unique ability to create, wow, duplicates of themselves on the field that would serve as decoys, confusing defensive players. <laughs> Boy, and speaking as a former defensive player myself, let me tell you, it's not that hard to confuse us. Plus, I think punting one of those little metal fellas is going to hurt a lot more than punting a regular gnome. Anyway... In addition, their ability to analyze data and increase their abilities during a play are potentially a real problem. But representatives from the Clankers say that these abilities barely offset the size advantage they'd be giving up to most other players. <laughs> yeah, right. You try to block a two-foot target. Let me know how that goes for you. So that's it for this week's huddle. I'm Jan, reminding you to keep your boots clean and your balls dry. Wow. Okay, thanks, Jan. Jan's Huddle is sponsored by Moonberry Juice. Sold everywhere, used by everyone. Checking the Azeroth calendar, the Dark Moon Fair will be folding up its tents today, and it'll be a quiet week or so in Azeroth until the beginning of Professor Talib's favorite event, the five-day trial of style. So get set to impress with your best summer styles or fun and flirty ensembles and make your plans to visit your favorite major city for this fun and friendly biannual event. It's time now for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, old friend, how was your time off with your wife, Daolin? Hey there, Tosh. Ah, it was very nice, thank you. And how about you? Did you have good time at House of Mouse with your little nephew, Yi Lai? Oh, it was great. You know, Rijak was here in Halfville this week, and I was telling him about the time... <laughs> hey, college. Sorry to interrupt, but uh, you got a few minutes to talk? Oh, hey there, Velmic. Oh, hi, Rijak. I was, <laughs> I was just talking about you. We're, um, kind of in the middle of Velmic's feature. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that, but honestly, I don't think this can wait. Velmic, do you mind? No, no, it must be important, so please, go ahead. Hey, thanks, pal. So, Tosh, I was thinking about what you told me about your visit to House of Mouse, and it gave me a brilliant idea. <sighs> Rizak, we are not opening a theme park in Half Hill. I've told you before. Nah, nah, besides, we could never compete with Silas Darkmoon anyway. This idea is way better. You know how you were telling me about what a workout it was for you carrying around your two-year-old nephew at House of Mouse? Him squirming around and really making you exercise your upper body while you were walking around. Yeah, it was pretty tiring and honestly, I'm still a little sore. 
Exactly. So, that got me to thinking. I'm always hearing about people wanting to get in better shape. Not them warriors and heroes. They work out plenty. I'm talking about regular city folks. People who's got easy jobs like merchants who are always running around town, making deliveries, and running errands. Okay, what exactly does that have to do with my nephew? And not your nephew specifically. Just little kids in general. And more specifically, war orphans. Oh, Tush, I don't like where this is going. No, no, let him finish. I'm genuinely curious. Great. So, I figure, we got all these war orphans in the cities and people who would like a way to get a little healthier working out. Tush, I really think we should stop this right now. Yeah, I gotta agree. This is starting to sound a little weird. So I figure, why not rent out the war orphans by the hour so that people can carry them around while they is doing their errands in the city? You know, they can start with little ones and level up to bigger ones as they get experience and stronger. Huh? Genius, right? Oh, Rizak, no. Rizak, this may be, without a doubt, the most horrible, the most reprehensible idea. What? Reprehensible? Listen, think about it. It's a win-win situation all around. The people get a workout, the orphans can get out and, you know, see the town a little and get some fresh air, and the orphanage gets a revenue stream to help take care of the little tykes. After my commission, of course. Rizek, you can't rent children out by the hour. This is, this is terrible. You're taking advantage of war orphans. Hey, listen, you big space goat. Don't tell me how to treat war orphans. I am a war orphan. And let me tell you, I would have been grateful to anyone who came around with an idea to bring a little money my way. It sure would have made for a few less hungry nights on the streets of Orgrimmar. I would have been happy to be carried around for a few hours a day and get to sleep in a warm place that night. Okay, okay, calm down, both of you. Rizak, I have to agree with Velmek. This is really wrong. First of all, I doubt you'd get any orphanage to agree to this. Yeah, that's the one hole in this plan. I already talked to orphan matron Battlewall in Orgrima, and she flat out refused. You know, she even threatened to call the gods on me. So, that's what I needed to talk to you about. Maybe get some ideas from your listeners. And maybe Velmek has an idea too. If I can't use the orphanages, I need another source of orphans. I mean, I just can't pick up random kids on the street. That'd look funny. That's it. I'm leaving. Velmek, hang on. Wait a second. No, no, you're on your own on this one, Tush. I am not listening to any more of this. Ah, Rizak, now look what you did. Nah, he'll get over it. So, what do you think? <laughs> of this idea? Rizak, it's terrible. And frankly, I'm horrified that you brought it up on the air. I just hope Professor Talib doesn't hear this show. I, I could get expelled. And oh, I don't even want to think about how offended our advertisers might be. Or our listeners. Oh, by the august celestials, I don't even want to read next week's letters now. I don't see what you all are so upset about. You think this is a radical idea? This isn't radical. It's brilliant. It's fulfilling a market demand. It's helping everyone involved. 
and it's sure to be profitable. Rizak, I don't care what you think. If you try this, people are going to get angry. Look at Velmek. He's the most even-tempered non-Pandaren I've ever met, and he was furious. I, I don't even know if he's going to come back. I'm pretty sure if you pursue this thing, you'll end up regretting it. Fine. You don't want to help. That's up to you. I'm out of here. But you mark my words. This is going to be bigger than... Bigger than pet battling. People objected to that too, but now look how big it is. See, this is the problem with people. No vision. No vision at all. I'll take my idea elsewhere. This is going to be huge. You just remember that I gave you a chance to be part of this, and you chose not to. So when I'm as rich as Gallywix, don't even come around looking for handouts. You'll see. <sighs> well... Today's show certainly didn't turn out like I thought it was going to. <laughs> I may have just lost two of my main correspondents. And listeners, please remember that the opinions and ideas expressed here on the Half Hill Report are those of the correspondents and absolutely do not reflect the views and opinions of the Half Hill Report or Half Hill Agricultural College. <laughs> Although my views on Rizak's idea are absolutely correct. Well, as always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Please stop by the next time you find yourself in Pandaria, and when you do, make sure to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks, and be sure to tune into the show next week because, frankly, I'm not sure what's going to happen. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.